Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to do a retrospective on Kevin Spacey. His work name is Kevin Spacey Fowler. Amid the acquittal that he got of his rape charges. So we're first going to cover that. I'm going to glean off of Reuters because I think it's just faster to do it that way. A tearful Kevin Spacey said he was humbled after a jury in a London court found him not guilty on Wednesday of carrying out multiple sex assaults on four men. Spacey, who was celebrating his 64th birthday on Wednesday, began to cry and mouth thank you to all the nine men and three women jurors before wiping away tears with the tissue. The Hollywood star spoke with five of the jurors in the lobby of the Southwark Crown Court before emerging from the building to address a phalanx of journalists and photographers. Quote, I imagine that many of you can understand that there's a lot for me to process after what has just happened. I am humbled by the outcome today. He also said he was, quote, enormously grateful to the jury for having taken the time to examine all the evidence and all the facts carefully before they reach a decision. During the four-week trial, prosecutors described the actor as a sexual bully who had aggressively groped three of the men and performed oral sex on the fourth while he passed out in Spacey's London apartment. Spacey said in evidence that the case against him was weak and that the incidences, if they had occurred at all, were consensual. He said he was promiscuous, a big flirt who had casual, indiscriminate sexual encounters. While he said he made a clumsy pass at one of the men, he said he never assaulted anyone and suggested that the accuser has come forward to make money. Spacey told the court three of the four complainants had brought a civil lawsuit against him and he had tasked private investigators to look into at least three of the four men. Now, all this kind of started the during the Me Too, the Me Too time of the late 2010s. This was a time when for example, Harvey Weinstein was outed and, and later people like James Franco and other people. So what happened was Anthony Rapp was uh, a pretty well-known actor. Like I think he was in Dazed and Confused, for example, if I'm not mistaken. But he accused Spacey of sexual assault back in 2017. And what Spacey said was, quote, there was a rush to judgment before the first question was asked or answered. I lost my job. I lost my reputation. I lost everything in a matter of days. He was dropped from House of Cards. Remember, that was a very successful... It was like H, It was Netflix's first successful show, uh, original show. And he was also removed from the movie All the Money in the World. We'll talk about that movie in a second. Rap, who accused Spacey of making unwanted sexual events in 1986 when he was 14, when Rap was 14, brought a civil lawsuit against the actor in the U.S. but lost the case last year. There was an investigation launched in 2017 and apparently 20 separate allegations of inappropriate behavior were received, but they were all found to be unwarranted, both apparently civilly and more, more corporately, criminally. And Elton John and his husband, David Furnish, came and gave testimony 
to the Spacey defense, and it looks like he's exonerated. So what we're going to talk about here, we're going to talk about the retrospective, of, and also just will Spacey get his career back? So we'll cover that second question at the end. So as I mentioned, Kevin Spacey Fowler, born in New Jersey. Now, interestingly, he has described his father at the beginning in several interviews, just a normal middle of, middle American, middle, middle class guy. And then later on, he and his brother said that their father was highly, highly sexually and physically abusive and a racist Nazi supporter. And that he was just a horrible human being. So I don't know. But apparently his father was sexually abusive to the boys and so forth. Either way, he eventually went to a military academy. I'm sure young Kevin Spacey didn't handle that very well. And then eventually he went to Juilliard in the late 70s, early 80s. And I'm sure he thrived at Juilliard. So if you look at Spacey, Spacey did do little works here and there. Like he had a small role in Working Girl, for example. But it really wasn't, I would say, into the 90s that you really saw him busting out and getting really big. And no doubt 1995 was gigantic for him. You have Seven. He plays the killer in Seven. And he is just frighteningly freaky in that. If I'm not mistaken, I think he got an Academy Award nomination for that. He is freaky as the the guy who's doing all the Seven Deadly Sins. Great movie. He's in that. Then he does L.A. Confidential in 97. That's a classic, classic movie. That's Curtis Hansen, Kim Basinger, among others, a young Russell Crowe. 1997, also Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. That was based on a very popular novel that takes place, I believe, in Savannah, Georgia. Georgia. 1998 is The Negotiator with Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, so now we're getting to like peak, 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 peak. I forgot to mention 95. See, you look at 95, he does usual suspects. He's verbal, verbal glimpse. And I don't think it's a spoiler now, almost 30 years later. He's the one who was Kaiser Sose. It's a great movie. I mean, you think of, I think of Brian Singer. Brian Singer did that movie. He just sat, he was another one of those guys who got caught up in Me Too. But great movie. He gets an Academy Award win for playing verbal glimpse in that. And then he also has Seven in 1995. So great year. Either way, so we go back, 1999, American Beauty, Sam Mendes, I, I, I directed this, I find this movie to be so depressing, Annette Bening's in it as, as the wife, and he wins an Academy Award for this, um, I, I, I have not watched this movie in 20 years, I probably will never watch it again, I just see no point, it's exceedingly dark movie, I mean some, some would say it's pretty funny, it is funny in some scenes, but just pretty dark, Pay It Forward in 2000, that was with Joel, Haley Joel Osment, Pretty big movie. K-Pax in 2001. God, that was such a bad movie. Bad movie. The Life of David Gale in 2003. That's that movie had a lot of people in it. And I think it was like some guy was on death row and they were trying to free him. Some guy who was innocent. Then he does Beyond the Sea. He plays Bobby Darren, the singer of Beyond the Sea. That's a biopic. And you know, you think of, you think of, let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20. 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. In 2006, he plays Lex Luthor in the Superman movies. This is the one with Brandon Ruth, the one that didn't stick, so they brought in later on uh, a new Superman. But, uh, I mean, that's the movie with uh, Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane. Later on, he does 21 in 2008. That's the magician movie, the, the car dealers and, and so forth. That one's all right. Then he kind of has a low run that, that's not that good. Then 2011 does Margin Call, which is a pretty good movie. And then 2011, he has a comedic turn as Dave Harkin in Horrible Bosses. I think he's the boss of Bateman. And he's, I mean, look, I, I have a pretty good feeling that in Horrible Bosses, he's playing himself. That's the kind of guy that space he is in real life and then after that in terms of movies he does have a little cameo in horrible bosses too from jail but aside from that his television takes over his movies he starts doing house of cards in 2013 and that runs until he gets canceled in 2017 and he's exceedingly good in that movie as frank underwood no doubt and then as mentioned in 2017 um the crap falls out. He is in that movie, All the Money in the World, in 2017. And I do remember that movie because Michelle Williams was in it. And it's about the, the Getty family. How one of them goes, gets kidnapped. And it's all a question of how, like, how much money J. Paul Getty, played by Plummer, is going to spend to get the, the son back. And it's a kind of family drama. But Kit Spacey's in that. He's the second lead in that. And they just cut him out completely because of the optics of of the alleged uh, sexual attacks that were coming out at the time. So no doubt, no one can say that Spacey's not, not talented. You, you look at his movies, and he, he is a very talented actor, as the two Academy Awards would demonstrate. But the Academy Awards wins don't always demonstrate someone's a good actor. I don't think anyone can deny that Spacey is very good, especially when he's playing the villain or a bad guy. But even then, I mean, he, he can... He can do the chameleon roles. Will he have a Hollywood career now that he's been exonerated? And I, I think it's best to compare this to other people that have been canceled. So you look at someone like Johnny Depp. He was essentially exonerated. He was found guilty in the first libel case but then eventually exonerated in the American case. So I think most people would consider Depp to be exonerated. You look at maybe Gibson's another comp. Of course, his, his anti-Semitic rants that he did about 15 years ago. And then maybe you can look at people, I guess that, that'd be more, I guess like underage grooming allegations 
uh, you know, Anthony Rapp was 14, for example. So you can maybe comp him with Polanski and with Woody Allen, both of which who do not come back to the United States because Woody Allen was accused of doing inappropriate things with his daughter, who I think he eventually married, if I'm not mistaken. And Polanski, the great director of Rosemary's Baby, was back in the 70s uh, having sex with underage, uh, one underage woman who eventually came forward. And so he cannot come back to the United States, but he ended up doing the piano later on with Adrian Brody, and he still does movies. So is Spacey going to come back? I think Hollywood is more loath to accept him than someone like Johnny Depp. I think within five years, Johnny Depp is going to be back in Hollywood. And why is that? I think, first of all, people like Johnny Depp. Middle America's always like Johnny Depp. And we talked about in that episode uh, probably about three months ago, like what actors, they did that poll of what actors would need to do a movie to convince somebody to go back to the theaters. And most of these people were stars of the 90s. So it was like Julie Roberts, Sandra Bullock, uh, DiCaprio, Denzel. And Johnny Depp was like number eight. And you're like, Johnny Depp, he hasn't done anything relevant. He, you know, he's, he's got his, his own substance abuse issues and so forth. But I think people have a connection going back to 21 Jump Street with Johnny Depp where I think they would accept him. And given that he was exonerated. And given that, the men in the world will probably look at Amber Depp as a cluster B personality, whack job, vengeful witch, that I think he has a better chance of coming back full, just like a full Hollywood career for the, the rest of his, his life. Gibson is a little different. We talked about in the episode Costner versus Gibson when May and I did it. I think the problem with Gibson, and yeah, he has done movies recently, like he did Father Stew, and he, he has resurrected his career to a certain extent, but is he going to be an A-list director, A-list star? I think he's number two out of the, the ones that I mentioned behind Johnny Depp. But the problem with Gibson is that he made anti-Semitic rants, and Hollywood has a lot of Jews in power, has a lot of Jews in power. So I think that in itself, they're going to maybe... Understandably so, because he said anti-Semitic takes. They're not going to take too kindly of him insulting their, the, the, the people, the Jews. So I think he'd be number two. Spacey, I think, is going to be more in the Polanski and the Woody Allens. I think he'll be able to do films in Europe for some time. We talked about like Amber Heard is doing that. She has a, she's done some movies that have only opened in Europe. And I think Spacey's going to start there. I think Spacey's going to start with some indies in Europe. And I don't know. I don't think Hollywood's going to come back because I think Hollywood really cares about money. And yes, they care about corrupting the values of Americans, but they care about money. And I think they can read the tea leaves and they understand that as much as they hate middle America, go to the episode we did on why Sound of Freedom did so well. They want to take middle America's dollar. And for many years, Spacey said he was straight. And then when the allegations came out, he admitted that he was gay. And yes, I mean, for every Neil Patrick Harris that we have, the large majority of well-known actors have not at least openly come out gay. You could, you know, there's always rumors about well-known Hollywood actors like Will Smith and Travolta and Jackman and all these, but none of them have openly come out. And I think Hollywood realizes that flyover country, as much as they hate them, aren't really going to come back and welcome Kevin Spacey, for better or for worse. I think that's part of it. And I think the other part is I have a feeling that Spacey was tolerated in Hollywood 
because he was a successful movie star in opening movies, but I think he probably burnt a lot of bridges. I, I have a feeling that Spacey was just a complete jerkwad, to lack a better term. And I think that now Hollywood's like finally, ah, they're gonna wash their hands of Spacey because he was a douchebag uh, for for the entire time he was riding high, and they just don't want to have anything to do with him. And if Hollywood, the studios, you know, combine, they collude like they are with the strike right now and unify. They're gonna be like, yeah, sorry, Kevin, we're not we're not taking you back, Kevin Spacey Fowler. We're not taking you back. So if I had to guess, I'm gonna say European films that won't make it on the radar in maybe five to ten years, maybe small television work, but there's no way Kevin Spacey's ever gonna be nominated for Academy Award. That being said, you never know. America loves a redemption story, in particular Hollywood. You never know, given. Spacey's background, there could be, albeit a, a small chance, like I talked about in DiCaprio turning out to be like fat Marlon Brando, there is a small chance that they will welcome him back with open arms and give him a bunch of roles and he'll be the poster boy for uh, the, the redemption story and for like the, the gay man who was wrongly accused. There's a chance of that, but I just, I just don't see that happening. I think he's going to be essentially permanently ostracized from Hollywood. I could be wrong. We'll find out. Guys, I will post something at Spotify poll and the Cinema Rack Facebook group about Spacey. Let me know what you think. Over at Spotify, of course, you can post a comment in the episode notes. Please rate and review because it helps the algorithm grow this channel. And there's also an episode note link for PayPal. And there's a link in the episode notes for the EclecticoGregorio.com website, which hosts all these feeds that we have here. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.